You're now tuning into the Who and How Club with your host, Eris Dejan. Happy Thursday, everybody. It's Ariste Jean checking in with you quickly on a Thursday. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to preface this episode by saying, you know, it's a really dope one. I really hope that you all enjoy it. Um, We have uh, a special guest who pretty much counts as our first guest for 2021. So it's it's pretty much a special episode. Uh, We have Mimi Walker from the uh, Hand Me My Purse podcast uh, on the show today. So we're going to get to know her. She hails all the way from Baltimore. So we're going to get to know her and her perspective on life and uh, especially with what's going on in the States uh, over there. She'll get to share uh some of those perspectives and um you know just just we're gonna get to know who she is you know what her passions are how she got into podcasting uh how her and i connected and uh pretty much you know a lot more i don't want to give everything away but uh her podcast does launch this friday uh it's actually season two of the podcast launching so you're going to be able to uh you know follow her get familiar with her show and uh connect with her offline once the episode is over and this is what we do at the who and how club we invite strangers on the show and we get to know them uh we figure out the who's and how's of their world and uh what makes them them, you know, the who's that they are. Um, So enjoy the episode. We do have a few reads for today that I wanted to start off with. Just get these out the way so I don't interrupt the flow of your episode, of your listening to the Who and How Club. So let's get get these out of the way and uh, enjoy the episode. Uh, Let me look at the reads today. We have uh, Oxbus. So Oxbus is a podcast platform. Uh, podcasts are a great way to build great relationships with your audience and grow your business, as you know. And the best way to get your podcast started is Oxpus. Oxpus is the only podcasting tool you need. You can plan, record, launch, host, distribute, all of that jazz. I actually use Oxpus for my podcast, The Who and How Club, because it's easy enough for everyone to use. Uh, and it saves a, ton of, saves a ton of time. Sorry. So you could get 50% off your first two months of Oxpus with my special offer code. Uh, pretty much the show special offer code who how 50 uh once again the offer code is who how 50 you could get 50 percent off of your first two months with oxbus with our special uh offer code all right so if you're looking to start a podcast go to oxbus.com use our code and get started man i know you wanted to start a podcast i know i know you've been thinking about concepts and names for your show and you got that cool idea but you're a bit reserved to start just start it take it from me just start it because once you start uh you won't be able to stop right uh we got good food as well 
uh, Good Food is a Canadian online grocery, sto- uh, grocery, home meal, and meal kit company based in Montréal, Quebec. Um, Good Food offers meal kits, breakfast meals, grocery items, snacks, and ready-to-eat products. Uh, Good, Foods, Good Foods products are delivered across most of Canada, actually, and I use Good Food. Uh, I started using them. I'm an ambassador for them, and uh, yeah, I've gotten a lot of people to sign up, so I want all of my listeners to sign up. If you're ready to eat healthy and one of your one of your new year's resolutions aside from working out hard quitting the whole smoking thing and all that jazz uh is eating and is eating healthy then going with good food is the best uh your best option in my opinion i mean i make uh yeah i get busy with good food and i i've I've learned a lot of like new recipes and ways to cook with good food um so yeah, I love their portions and uh, you could order some specific items, ready to make, make items as well or ready to made, ready to make. I don't know. But either way, discover a new way to cook with good food, original recipes and the freshest ingredients delivered to your door every week. Use our offer code. Now, this is my personal offer code, Eris45, and you'll get 45% off of your first two boxes. Uh, so try Canada's number one meal kit and get farm fresh ingredients to cook delicious recipes uh, delivered for free to your doorsteps. Uh, so go to makegoodfood.ca and you'll see all the details. Don't forget to use our promo code, uh, Eris45, my promo code, Eris45, that's A-R-Y-S, as in Sam, 45, <laughs> to get 45% off of your first two boxes. And lastly, we got Manscaped, our first official sponsor. Uh, we're still promoting the Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, I think Manscaped sent me some new products actually to promote. So that'll be on the next episode uh, once those are those arrive. Uh, actually, I think they've arrived already. I just haven't picked it up. But anyway, um, support for the show. Who and How Club, the Who and How Club, is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. What a rhyme, right? Uh, Manscaped just launched in the UK, and uh, they've gone years without using the right. We've gone years without using the right tools for the job, and by we, I'm referring to us men. Shout out to all my men who can relate to this. Uh, You could be one of the first men in England to experience their life-changing products. Uh, But if you're not in England, hey, just, uh, you know, grab some of these items like I have. Um, A couple episodes, actually, sorry, last episode, no, two episodes ago, we announced the sponsorship and uh, we sort of previewed the products on the visual uh, episode. Um, So when I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you could take uh, a longer shave with their products. Um, Pretty much they released the new uh, and improved Lawnmower 3.0 in the UK. But like I said, if you're not in the UK anywhere, you could uh, order these products. Um, Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower as well, which I've been practicing. Uh, One of the coolest features actually is the LED light, which illuminates uh, grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. Uh, All right. So if you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself, just like I have. Uh, Let's get that bush to tush clean. Get 20 percent off of free shipping with the code who how 20 at manscape.com and make your testies their besties. Once again, that promo code is who how 20 who how is in the who and how club. Right, guys, guys and girls who how 20 
and get 20% off for free shipping uh, with uh, with that code at manscaped.com. You could actually use the code for any products on their site. So go to manscaped.com, use our promo code, and uh, you'll get free shipping as well with the code. Uh, and that's 20% off with free shipping once again at manscaped.com. Uh, your balls will thank you. They've thanked me. And uh, that's pretty much it. Enjoy the episode, episode 39. I'm actually really really excited for episode 40 because we're getting closer to episode 50. And that's going to be an accomplishment in itself. All right. Uh, I'm signing out. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Love. All right. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Who and How Club. It's your boy, Eris Dejan, checking in on January 13th of 2021. It still feels a bit weird to say that because, you know, as we know, last year was a crazy long year. We felt like last year would never end. But here we are, pretty much week two and change into the new year, and we're surviving. Um, it is 7.58 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, I've been up since about like 6.30, 6.30 a.m. just laying in my bed waiting for this interview to start. Oh, wow. I had, had some butterflies in the stomach because uh, we, we have our first guest of 2021 on, online oh, with wow. us. So we're going to introduce her in a few seconds. I just want to shout out everybody. You know the slogan, you are the who and how. I am the who and how. And we are the who's and how's of the world. Without you, without me, there is no we. So welcome to the who and how club. Um, and even though we're two weeks and change, and I think it's still great to say Happy New Year to everybody, who, whoever's just like getting that New Year feel, it's still that we'll be saying Happy New Year for the rest of the year, as long as it's not 2020. Hopefully. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm feeling a bit tired. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. I feel uh, invigorated. Um, I usually don't get up as early and move around as much this early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I should though, which explains why I'm always late. Yeah. However, you know, this morning it was good. So this today is the day, you know, I feel like every day I, I'm appreciative that, you know, I get to wake up a, another day, right? Yes. So I'm glad that like God extends the grace to me to say, you know what, I'm gonna let you do this one more time. And maybe this time you'll do it better than you did the day before, right? Yes. yes. So I'm always, I mean, it's like, I don't want to say it's a curse, but like, I'm always late. It, it's, it's like my skin. But today I got up and I was like, if I got up on this at this time every day, yeah. I wouldn't be late. Let's, I want to, I want to, the day. Today oh, might be the day where you start. the yeah. shift. Yes, yes, today might yes. be the shift. You got to get a part of the, you got to join the 6 a.m. club, man. I don't know. About I, I've been a part of the 5 a.m. club before, but it's like, Mm-mm. I think that's just a bit too early for me. But when you wake up early, you feel like you could really accomplish the day, you know, like. You're I feel not, good. Yeah, you feel good. It's such such a weird feeling that waking up early makes you actually feel good. But I think you need a nap at some point in between. Yeah, that's the only thing. And yeah. I don't like naps. And I have my entire life, I've been a night owl. My entire, since I was a little girl, I remember being, I don't want to date myself too much, but I'm sure by the end of this conversation, <laughs> I will have mentioned how old I am. But I remember being a little girl and being up at one and two o'clock watching uh the muppet show 
Yes, right? yes, yes. Um, or watching Benny Hill. I don't know who knows Benny Hill. But I know Benny Hill. Okay, I just, so like I just referenced Benny Hill like a couple of weeks ago at work. Okay, so, so then you him. must be close to my age then. I um yeah. like I remember staying up watching Star Trek. I remember when TV went off. Yeah, 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 yeah. At a certain time, at right night. at like, like four, child. it would like, go to it would go off at four, and yeah. then it would stay off, and then at like five, it would only be off for like an hour or two hours, and then it would come back on. And in in America, which is where I am, which is yes. where I'm from, I'm so sorry, God of mercy, I'm embarrassed to say so. Oh, we'll but, get into that. <laughs> yes, we will. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Um, it would come back on, and the national anthem would play an instrumental version, and then TV would come back on. Yeah, I remember that as well. Yeah, okay, so, so then you're old like me. Exactly, exactly. And cheers. Let's cheers to the morning. Cheers to the morning. Clink, clink, clink. Oh, I like your mug. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I want one. I got you. I so so I w- I'd like to formally introduce our guests of 220, uh, 221, 2021 uh, on the Who and How Club. We have Mimi Walker of the Hand Me My Purse podcast. Yes. And she hails all the way from the States, as she mentioned. Um, uh, you're from Baltimore, right? Yes. I grew B-more. up in Baltimore. Yes, I'm from Baltimore. Yeah. And I grew up in L.A. and okay. moved back to Baltimore uh, after high school. Okay. I think actually I have some family in Baltimore. I just, uh, yeah, I think I've. Come uh, on down. We had a, a family reunion some years back and our mm. family from Baltimore and the Bronx all came down, family in England. Oh, wow. Um, so that, I think that was, yeah, that was like a, one of the few times that I met them. But other than, other than that, the only things that I could connect Here we go. to regarding we go. Baltimore is Drew, Drew Hill. Wire. No, I was going to say Drew Hill. Come on. Good. Come you on. You know what? I like you. Come on. I like you. Drew because Hill. People always lead with the freaking wire. No. And I'm like, come on, friends. I mean, che- cheers, cheers to Drew. the wire. Cheers to the wire, but cheers to Drew Hill. Cheers to Drew Hill. Cheers to Drew Hill, man. Cisco, Nokia, Jazz, and Woody. Woody. That's the original. The original People, yeah, yeah, this new Drew Hill, I don't even, don't leave Drew Hill. It doesn't exist. Actually, it, no, yeah. exactly. No, but the, actually the fir- the new three members, no, I think no. there's still four. Nope. But, but two, Not- I like them because the, the, the nope. new, two of the new members, they're from this old group. Remember the old group called... Um, they are. I know what you're talking about. Playa. Um, Playa. Playa. Yes. They had a song called yeah. Cheers to You. Cheers to You. Oh, you are old. You are old. I, it's, no, no, it's not an age thing. I just love my R&B, man. 90s? Yes, they're, they're, from, they're from Playa. And so last Black, not- black and I forget the other guy's name, but Black smoke? is one of them. Is it Smoke? Smoke, smoke. yes. Yeah. Yo, we're going to be Don't talking about it. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell anybody I know that. So here's why I know that. Yeah. So um, in Baltimore, um, like we used to have such a great like culture. Baltimore, of course, is riddled with crime. Like it's really bad now. And not that it's, well, it is worse if you ask me than it was when I was growing up. But we used to have this event called um, AFRAM, right? Or the African American Heritage Festival. Okay. And it was like just a big festival think of like a carnival but all about like african-american or african heritage right so you have vendors you have i I actually referenced it if i'm not mistaken on my second episode no my third episode i had my little cousin on and we were talking about man this was last year manifesting a hot girl summer for yourself and talking about how excited 
excited we were that Corona was going to be over and summer could get back to normal. Yeah, that yeah. didn't look not. at us now. Yeah. <laughs> look at us now, remembering the Aframs of old. Yeah. And so not 2020, clearly, but 2019. Yes, I went to Afram after them like not having it for a while or it like kind of like falling off. And Drew Hill was there and I went because it was like a New Jack Swing um, 90s R&B yeah, explosion. Yeah. Um, Teddy Riley was there. Yeah. Um, Drew Hill was there. Somebody else was there. But it was like a dope lineup. And so I went and Drew Hill was there and they sang, you know, all the songs that I was there for. And then he introduced these two new people and I was like, oh no. Mm -mm. So yeah, which I was going to ask, which version of Drew Hill was it at the time? Was Nokia there or no? No, it was Smoke and Black. So it was just three. No, of them. it was Nokia. So yeah, it was, it was Cisco, Nokia, Nokia Black, and, and Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because and I was like, who are these people? And me and my friends were cutting up, of course, and we were like, No, we don't want it. Where's Jazz? Where's uh Woody? Woody, yeah. Woody left long ago. Woody, long has ago. I like Nokia. I, Nokia's a dope producer, but I feel like Nokia yeah. is because the last, weird. the last, yeah, the last interview they did together, like as that that collective that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. um, we thought Nokia, like right after that interview got released, Nokia had left, so it's just down uh, to three of them, and then they were on the Breakfast Club too. But oh, were I, they? I, I like I like them in the group, but it's just they've taken so long to release music. Like I wish. Maybe the loss of Static Major, because they lost in play, in play. I remember. They oh, in play, Static. See, yeah. I don't know much about. All I know is "Cheers to You." Do you remember Little Wayne's song "Lollipop" and the guy yeah. singing on that track? There was a guy with the braids on that track, and in the I've video, never, I've never seen the video. Okay, well, in the end of the video, they dedicated to him because his name is Static uh, Major, and he was the third member of Playa, Playa. with yeah. Smoke and Black, and he was the one writing, like, Aaliyah's music and oh. all of that. So I've he, heard that before, the yeah. name before. Yeah, so he came up with, with the whole Missy, Timberland, and all of them, but he was, like, oh. more in the background. So maybe after he died, maybe Playa kind of, like, you know, they took yeah, a break that's or something. hard, though. Like, I can't imagine, like, being in a group and one of the members died. Like, how do you pick that up? Like, exactly. I, I don't even know how TLC do, did it. But you mentioned something that um, you mentioned Missy Elliott and Timbaland. I just want to say this because I was really sitting in this the other day. Yeah. Missy Elliott, Timbaland, Pharrell. Um, Virginia. Listen, Teddy Riley. So, yeah. so Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley's from Virginia too, from, right? No, yeah. Teddy no? Riley's from New York. He's from okay, Harlem. okay, okay, okay. That region, that Tidewater region, seven five seven, right? Yeah. So much creative genius comes out. Chris Brown is crazy. Yeah. Trey Songs. No, he's from Chicago. No, Trey's from VA. Is he? I think he is. I'm, I'm most. Let's certain. fact. Let's fact check that. Yeah. You gonna do it, or you want me to do it? Go go. Let's vote. Let's um, see who could do it quick first. Okay. I think Let's he's see. from Virginia. I'm pretty sure Trey Songz is from Chicago. Oh no, I need this because this is about I need to see that. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I need to see that too. Uh, I'm one of those people who Virginia. Virginia. You were right. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. What part? Is he from what part uh, did it say? Let me double check here. He is from Petersburg, Virginia. Oh, I don't know where that is. I've heard it, but I don't know where it is. So that region so much creative genius comes out of that region and i don't think it gets like the like it doesn't get the same shine as 
uh, a New York, of course it wouldn't. And people from New York would say, of course it wouldn't because it's New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. LA. But when you sit and you think about what came out of that area, yeah. For it to be so, I get you know, like I I, I know about New York. I, I've ran all through New York. I yeah. spent a lot of time there. But when you think about how small and concentrated that area is, listen, it's genius. And I am very proud to say I've been doing like a lot of ancestral research and like research on my ancestors. And my mother's father is from that area. Mm. Oh yeah, and his and I mean like. My family is there deep in Newport News and in Hampton or the Hampton Roads area. So I feel like it's somewhere in me. I got to dig it down. It runs in your blood. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's in my bone marrow. I got to pull it out. I got to pull it out. And, and, and I feel like they, create, they have created a lane where nobody else can run in their lane. Yeah, yeah, it's very rare. Like there aren't no. many artists to name off from Virginia, whether it's the R&B or any other genre. There hasn't been... It's I, just, I don't even just mean in Virginia, like who name one person who could run with Missy Elliott. Yeah, one. No, no. Nobody. She she ran that. And push Nobody it. runs with Pharrell. And push yeah. a teeth. So I am very Clips. excited. Yeah. Listen, my cousin, I don't want to mention her by name. I will mention her by name. My cousin Garlette is married. Her husband's name is Glenn. And Pusha T and um I always forget the other one's name. Malice, Malice. Malice, that's right. Yeah. I always, you know, he he's into the church now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the clips, or as she used to call them, the eclipse. I used to be like the eclipse. Yeah. She used yeah. to call them the eclipse. I think um, initially they were, they were just well, like just like sense. the locks used to be the warlocks, you know. Yes, I didn't yeah. know that. They I all they've all had like a first rendition of their names. They they had to shorten it because exactly. you only get they they were forward thinking about Twitter. <laughs> 140 characters you only get 140 You're but her husband and Pusha T and Malice they're our first cousins okay okay look at that look at that I'm connected it all comes full circle. So how you're, t you're talking about, and we'll get into like your podcast and stuff like that, but you're talking, oh, first off, what are you sipping on? Coffee or tea? Coffee. You, and coffee? I'm not a coffee drinker. Okay. I'm not, I'm Me a too. tea girl. I'm an, Me too. I'm a Me too. snooty tea girl at yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned about like doing some ancestral history and stuff like oh, that yeah. and digging how, what's that process like for you? And what does that mean to you to do that? So it has been, I haven't really touched it in a couple of months. I think when I took a break from my podcast, I kind of like put it down. Um, last year, actually, oh, don't cry. Um, actually a month, I mean, a year to the day this Saturday, my grandfather passed away and my grandfather and I were as thick as thieves. He was my number one champion. If I ever had a cheerleader, it was him mm. unabashedly. And he would let the world know, like, this is my favorite. I love her. It's, she's the greatest, you know? Yeah. And so he passed away and um, years ago, this is my father's father. And I, um, I am more connected to my father's family because I kind of like grew up with them more. Yeah. But I grew up in a house with my mom and her family, but it was a small sect. And once the sect kind of dissolved, like I don't have anybody else. Right? Right, right. And so um, I always knew that my mother, my grandmother, my mother's mother's husband, who I grew up knowing as my grandfather, not the one that passed away. I always knew, even as a kid, that I don't think he is my mother's father. And so my great aunt, which is so funny because I always talk about aunts and aunties on my podcast, but my great aunt, she was crazy. She was mean. She said, um, 
so-and-so ain't none of your mother's father. Your mother's father's name is blank, and uh, he's from Newport News, Virginia. Uh, Ma'am, I'm 10. I don't really know what to do with this information, (laughs) and I'm not really concerned. I'm going back outside, right? So fast forward to when I get older, uh, when I moved back from California, I moved to California to live with my dad and uh, my stepmom and my little brothers, and I came back home to Baltimore to go to college. I went to see my aunt and we were talking and I was like, I remember you told me that, you know, so-and-so wasn't my mom's father. Like what, what was his name again? You told me. And she told me and I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I didn't think about it again. Fast forward, maybe 10 more years. I asked her again. And then she tells me his mother's name, right? Saying they're from Newport news. So I start looking into it. This is probably 15 years ago, but I don't really do anything with it. Um, well, what sparked when you were told that information at like 10, did you always have it in the back of your mind that you're going to ask about always. this one day? Well, like no, when you got I older or when you were ready? Okay. No, but like I what sparked, type- what sparked it to bring it up again? Um, I think a longing of wanting to know and like feeling like something was missing. Mm. If that makes sense. Feeling like there was like a disconnect or that there was more out there. Yes. There was more of me out yeah. there somewhere. Yeah. And so um went to visit a cousin of mine in Ohio maybe six or seven years ago. We went to this African American Heritage Museum. And in the museum, you can pay five dollars and go into this like library and do all of this genealogical research. My cousins and I sat in there for like two or three hours. I started doing all this digging. Fast forward to January of last year. My grandfather passes away. My world is rocked right? Mm. Devastated. And he got sick quick. And so it was a fast decline within a matter of like two months. Hmm. And so um, I decided to join Ancestry, right? And I joined Ancestry and I start, you know, just like looking around and start building the tree based on the information that I had gathered when I went to Ohio. So on Ancestry, like you can see like people like submit documents or you can see if someone can edit something or whatever. And so um, a lady reached out to me. I had a little bit of a conversation with her, didn't really say much. Then a gentleman reached out to me and said to me, I see that you edited. I edited a name that they had spelled wrong in the census because, you know, back then, like white people were doing the census and they didn't really care about how they wrote black people's names because it's like, we don't really care who you are. We just want to keep a track, keep track of how many people who look like you, what they look like. We just want to keep track of what's going on in the country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I edited the name. And so this gentleman, this guy reached out to me and he was like, Hey, I noticed you edited such, such, such. And, um, Wow. That is my great grandmother and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I, he said, I said, that's an ancestor of mine. I said, I'm, I'm still, you know, trying to figure out who it is, whatever. Yeah. And he said, oh, okay, because, and then he says, my alleged grandfather's name is my father. And I said, well, all right. I, and then he said, okay, cause I'll talk to you later. Like, you know, joking. And I wrote him back and I said, um, this is the man that I believe is my mother's biological father. I said, so I'm pretty sure that we might be a little closer than cousins. Right. And so he re- emails me back and he's like, call me as soon as you can. And I was like, it's 11 o'clock. I'm going to bed. I got to go to work tomorrow, but I'll call you tomorrow. Also, I needed time to process that information, you know, because I'm like, uh oh, I started digging and now you done found what you were looking for. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And so are you I ready for him. that? Right. Well, I didn't have any choice at that point. Yeah. So I called him the next day and come to find out he is uh, my mother's biological brother. Um, so that's her uncle. That's her, that's her it's my uncle. uncle. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's my uncle. And he and I have been building a relationship since then. Um, I still wasn't sure because I didn't have, um, we hadn't done, I hadn't done uh, a, the test yet. Yeah, yeah. And so he did the test and I, I was putting it off and I was like, I got to do it at some point because that's the only way that I'm really going to know. Fast forward, did the test, got it back in August. He is in fact my uncle. So it has been a really, really dope experience because I got just what I was looking for. And so because it's Corona, like I haven't really been able to go see him or yeah. meet him or um, meet the rest of his family. But like we talk, like if not, at least if not once a week, we talk every other week. Um, and it's been kind of cool. Was that, it, was, was that the first time or like the closest, I mean, not to, you know, bring up the death but is that the first oh, no. time someone really close to you passed away not at all no? my um I, the first time i experienced loss in that fashion I, I was 10 i was 9 and my grandmother i grew up in a house a big house i don't you said you've been to baltimore but um i lived on a corner row house so a corner row house is a little bit bigger than the rest of the row homes because the other row homes are in the middle but the corner one has like a big yard and so there were about seven or eight of us in the house I was the only child so I was spoiled but you know <laughs> like we weren't rich but I mean even if you are poor if you're the only kid you're winning you're, you're the so, priority yeah 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 all the Christmas gifts were mine yeah. everything was mine you know all about me yeah. and so um my grandmother my mother's mother passed away when I was nine years old and that rocked me mm. uh, but that was the first time I experienced death and then so she died in September um in September when I was nine and then in May of the next year one of my cousins died that I was close to one of my older cousins and then just after that like I was just I was ready for it and I didn't really and my grandmother and I were super close I called her mama and um I didn't really mourn her death until I was 15. Like yeah. I just broke down in the middle of like doing my Saturday chores and I just like fell on the floor and just like weeped. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. I I haven't been to Baltimore. I was uh, my family came from Baltimore to the Bronx, and then that's okay. where we had that family reunion. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, but my grandmother, her and I are also very close as well. I just saw her a couple mm -hmm. of days ago, so I haven't I haven't experienced loss that close to me yet. But I've always wondered mm -hmm. to know. I've always, you know, it's like you. It's something you're anticipating, but you don't know how you're gonna feel when it actually happens. You know what I and mean? And you can't prepare. It's nothing that you can do to prepare for it. Yeah, and then losing yeah. someone that's so close to you, like you said, you're. It's like I, you. I'm the opposite of you. Like you're. You were really close with your grandfather. Mm -hmm. Me, me with my grandmother. But it's funny how like the world is because I could go before my grandmother. You know, yeah, like we always know, think. That's the truth. Yeah, we that think that true. oh, because of our grandparents, they're older now. They could go any day now. But then I could walk out and get hit by a car. Let's say. You're and, right. And right. it's, it's just such a weird thing, concept to fathom, you know, just right. someone not being here anymore when you it, least it, expect it. It is uh, really hard to deal with. So how, how did you, uh, ha have you done, are you finished mourning? Like, do you ever stop mourning? 
I don't think you do. I think that, um, well, I feel like, because I'm thinking about like my grandmother and I am actually really, really close to my grandmother who is still living, my father's mother. Like we are ridiculously close. And I think that I was kind of like my grandparents' baby because my parents were teenagers when I was born. They were really young. And so I was like the grand, I was like, and I was the first grandchild. So I was like the golden child. And so um, yeah, same with same with me as well. Yeah, I was, I was the, the first child. grandchild. Yeah, yeah do, I do no, I do no wrong. And so, um, so thinking when I think about my grandmother, like, um, I still get sad sometimes when I think about her. I think about the fact that I don't have anything like tangible of hers or anything like I don't have anything of hers. All I have is a picture. Um, from her her obituary that somebody cut out for me. And so that is very hard for me to process because that is somebody that was so close to me. And when I moved to California, like I didn't know I was a kid. I didn't think to take something with me that, you know, was hers because I thought that the house would always be there. I would always have access to it. Not the case. Um, So I, I do feel like you mourn, but I do feel like it gets easier, but you have to work at it. So for me, I, um, I've been going to therapy off and on since I was 25. I'll go ahead and just say how old I am. Not ashamed. I'm 41. So since I was 25, I've been going to therapy. You don't look it though. You look really young. Thank you. I'll take that. Um, I'll take that. I'm I'm 31. So I I thought maybe you were the same age. Yeah. How do you know all about this old people stuff then? I, it's... (laughs) How do you know about? <laughs> well, what is old? All like I, stuff. for me, no, I'm, I'm, I'm an artist myself. So okay, I mean, grow, growing up, just music is. I'm obsessed with R and B and hip hop and that. the nine, the good stuff. You know what I mean? The good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. People say the same thing to me when I talk about like songs from like the '60s and '70s, like yeah. the Shy Lights. I, I love the Shy Lights. Barbara Mason. People are like, "How do you know who Barbara Mason is?" And I'm like, "I don't really even know how." Yeah. That yeah, but it happened. Um, but I don't think that you stop um, mourning. I think that it gets better if you work at it getting better. So I go to therapy. I, I love my therapist. I talk about her on my show constantly. She is like a little brown angel from heaven to me. Mm-hmm. And so like I work on it and I stay busy. So um, Corona kind of sucks, but like I coach high school cheerleading. I, st- I think my grandfather's death kind of pushed me to start my podcast because I've been talking about it and looking into it since 2017. Um, but it kind of pushed me. It pushed me to do this ancestry stuff. So it's like I need to like dive into something so that I'm not sitting and wallowing in grief, mm. which happens. Mm. And people do that. And I watch it happen. I've seen it happen. Um, oh, yeah. Not only with deaths, sometimes no, we, no. we fester and we sit, oh, yeah. sit, in, we sit in, our, in our rut, right? Those yep. feelings mm-hmm. that we feel, whether it's from loss through, a death, through the death form or, you know, relationships that don't work out or, you know, sometimes we're really hard on ourselves at times and we'll just wallow and sit in that. And it just, it's only, it only leads you to, like, it's, it's good not- to feel, it's good to feel what you're feeling, but you can't stay in it. No, it's really, so here's the thing. I I remember somebody telling me, and I don't think I got this from a therapist, but like allot yourself a certain amount of time Mm. to feel whatever you're going to feel. Yeah, yeah. You decide, it's like a way to like take control. Yep. It's like, okay, 
this like week. Like, I'm not going yeah, into work. Like I'm gonna take this week off. Yeah, I'm gonna take it. this week off of work. Get this all out. Just sit sit with myself. Cry a but little on bit. Monday, but on Monday, I'm, I'm coming back it. strong. Yes. Yeah. The only thing with that though is that be, you have to be careful not to become too rigid. You mm. still have to allow yourself to heal. To yeah, and extend some grace to yourself. You know what I mean? Because sometimes next week when you go to work, you might be sad and you might cry. Yeah. And then you just say to yourself, all right, go ahead, feel this, cry. Or maybe I need a little more time than I thought I needed. Well, I think developing yeah. some yeah. sort of plan for yourself in mm -hmm. that time that you're allotting for yourself, you also need to plan like, okay, what's it going to look like if I relapse in, into these feelings? You know, like right. how, what's my self plan, my self care plan? Am I going to self care plan? Am I going to take another day off? Plan. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Am I going to take another day off? Am I going to bring my journal to work so I can write some things down? Am I just going to go walk, get some fresh oh, air? Yep, that's it. Like I I'm telling you, that's what I did like all 2020. I yeah. did the Ancestry thing. I started my podcast. Uh, I wasn't able to be at school like working with, I work at a school, I work with kids. And I didn't realize until like maybe November or December how much of a toll it had taken on like my happiness and my mm. joy not being around these children. Like it mm. really like shifted like my outlook on like happiness. And so of course I'm, I'm navigating pretty well, but like when my therapist and I kind of did a little exercise and we started doing a little digging, like it brings me joy to work with these. Oh, sorry. To, um, <laughs> work with these work kids with the, yeah and, yeah and not being around that like my purpose is kind of tied into that mm. and not being not feeling like I'm fulfilling my purpose it started to like chip away at my happiness it did damn I'm still working through that actually that was a fresh thing that just happened like we might have talked about that on um New Year's Eve. Right, right. I was, I'm glad that we're having like the conversations going the way it's going because we're answering questions as we go, like questions that I had already, some key points that I wanted to ask you. Um, I wanted to get into the podcast and you kind of touched on why you started it and what kind of motivated you or inspired you to do so. Um, and to my knowledge, season two is coming up, right? Soon? Friday. January 15th, I think I read. Yeah, yeah. So what, oh, let's, let's talk about the title, Hand Me My Purse. Yeah. Right? So why, uh -huh. that, why that title? So I have to give uh, credit to uh, my friend, Angelica. And she has um, a brand called um, The Village Auntie. She's dope. She's great. She's, I, I've always called her by my big sister since the first time we met because she's always like embraced me as a little sister. And so we were talking, I had in a, another title at first. It was going to be everything but the kitchen sink. And so I was like, yes, this is the name of it. It's I like so that. Cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's because that's like a phrase, like, um, what are we going to talk about, girl? Everything but the kitchen sink. Well, what we keep talking about her? like previous, like just like the Drew Hill stuff. Just the right. Everyone or no clips and uh, the locks. So I had to I had to revamp it. Yeah. And so I had to change it because there was already a podcast with that name. Really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that it's still like in existence, right. um, but like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to cross right. channels. So we were talking and I was like, what am I going to do? Having like a baby anxiety attack. Like, what am I going to do? I need a new name. Yeah. And so the, um, at the core of my, my podcast and like who I am, it, it, I don't want to say in the show or on the show, like I'm a character because I'm not, I'm myself, but um I celebrate like 
aunts or aunts aunties in the black community because like without your aunt like i know i'd be i'd be up sh- i don't can i use profanity oh yeah please oh swear, okay. swear I, was, you are. I was proud of myself i hadn't no. used any yet no, 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 but no. um <laughs> i would be up shit's creek without my aunt yeah without all of the aunts that i have the, the biological aunts and the the aunts that are my aunt in spirit and so we started talking about things that like aunts always say and aunts yes. always say, hand me my purse. It's true. Mimi, hand me my purse. It's true. Eris, hand me my purse. Let me give you this um, $5 so you can go to the store and get it's me so a um, Pepsi. It's, it's so what true. they say. And so that she was like, well, we started running through all these names and I was like, that's the one. And I was like, that's it. And that's it. So also, um, yeah, I feel like coming up with a podcast name, it could be like the bane of your existence because oh, it's like horrible. you don't want it to connect to anything that's already out there. Yep. You want it to be unique. You want it to match your personality and stuff and like you that. Don't and want the it to theme. Be corny. And you don't want it to be corny. Yeah. Because there are a lot of, I don't know, and I'm not being judgmental, but I am. Um, there are a lot of corny ass podcast names. Give me There's one just a second. Lot of corny. Give me, give me one second, sorry. My glasses fell. I apologize. No, I agree with you. There are some corny names and stuff there like a lot that. Of cor- there's just a lot of corny stuff yeah. going in the realm of of art, of creativity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of corny shit happening. And so I was just like, I don't want this to be whack. Yes. I need to make sure that it's not. You don't have any glasses on. You said you... No, I... I... <laughs> Shouldn't you have your glasses on? They were, they were on the... <laughs> you're killing me today no no they were on the left and i uh they just fell because sometimes i don't like having them on with the headphones they get too tight yeah, sometimes well, i have on yeah. glasses a hat headphones i have everything happening over here and i, I want to go back to what you said too because i don't want to write that off because i could relate to to you know um you mentioned that it's it's a piece of who you are the work that you do and recognizing mm-hmm. that because i'm in the social services field where i work with you know the homeless population and oh, wow. um working in the shelters and people who you know go through things and that gives me purpose you know yeah. just supporting individuals or i don't like to use the term help anymore you know it's yeah. really just just mirroring you know, energies with individuals that might not be, I might not be able to relate to some of the things they're going through. I can relate to it, to it in an, as a, um, at an extent, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're people and I'm people. And I, I get energy off of uh, operating around people, you know? Absolutely. So, so when I don't go to work, even though there have been, there's been once where I literally had to take a week off work because I was just down and out, but I also couldn't get, couldn't wait to get back to work because that, that fuels me. That gives me inspiration and motivation um, to just not give up, to keep going. You know what I mean? Or like a reminder that things could always be worse. Oh yeah. So we, and at the blink of an eye, especially when it comes to that population, like that could be me. Mm, it could, could be, be us. My mother. Yeah. yeah, it could be my mother. Someone has always said this saying, I hate this saying, but they say it a lot. Like we're one paycheck away from being homeless. Like, yeah, I don't even like though that. it's true, even though it's, it's true. true, but it's also, op- it's, I'm big on, you are talking about energy. I talk about energy. Exactly. Who, I would never put life. that out there. Yeah. But who like that's operating from a place of lack in a, in a place of expected lack. Like I, I want to be the exact opposite. I am one paycheck away from being a multimillionaire. 
one hundred percent. And also, yeah. also with the, the when we look at the population that I work with, like they're not the reasonings behind their homelessness has nothing to do with that last paycheck that they were no. that they might have missed or not been awarded no. there are men there are so many layers as to why someone is quote-unquote homeless some people choose to be homeless yes they and do. that's that's a thought that is so hard for people to fathom in 2021 like all these organizations and stuff they they could never think or th- you know people in their ivory towers no someone could never would never choose to be that you way or live know. that lifestyle you don't even know so, sometimes that's the life they choose it and works I for think- them I think that I'll never forget at my um, one of my aunt's um, funerals. Yeah. Um, these ladies sang this song, and the name of the song was um, "You Don't Know My Story." Oh, and they sang it, and then like we were all falling out crying, like it, we were like ah, but it's the truth. Like you don't know these people's stories, mm. and so with um, I have an after-school program that I used to run, and um, it was really a cool program. They owe me a check, actually, and I wish that they would run me my check. I'm not going to mention their name because it's a major, major company in America, major, and they did not pay any of the Black facilitators for their last check, and I just want to say, I'm going to put this out there because I'm big on energy. They need to run me my check, and they need to run the other Black facilitators. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming it in be 2022. Coming, I need it. Yeah. No, gonna, I want it in 2021 because yeah. I did the work gonna, in 2020. They're going to hear this. They're going to hear this. You know? Listen, I hope they do, but anyway, um, the program, uh, my girls really shined in the program. I did the program and did all girls because I have a cheerleading squad, and I was like, why don't you guys just do this program? We're always together anyway. It can all just run continuously. And they had to identify, they taught them how to be grant makers. So mm. not the writers of the grant in the way that they are applying for the grant. They created the grant. Yes. And so the big company funds every location or every site, $10,000. You have $10,000 create a grant so and then so the girls created a grant and then um nonprofit organizations applied for their grant and then they got to sift through the applications and figure out who met the criteria the best who they decided they wanted to have this ten thousand dollars and why Mm -hmm. and then we went to visit um did a site visit so they chose um a homeless, uh, their focus was uh, women of color, um, black women in Baltimore um, who were homeless, right? Or who had issues around finding uh, residence or a place to stay. And so we went to this, um, I don't want to call it a shelter because it was like a house. It was like, like a, a center, like a housing center. Kind of, kind of, because it was a building and they had housing and um, they could cook. Transitional there. housing. Transitional housing, but it yeah. was long term. And so they helped. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and they would help um, them find jobs and they would help them um, find apartments and yeah. places to live. It was really dope. And so we went to visit and um, we were there and the women were telling their stories. And I just never, I'll never forget like the looks on my girls' faces when these women were telling their stories. And some of them, I cried, shoot. Like some of my girls were crying. And then afterwards, like when we were get on the bus going back, I was like, you know, how did that make you feel? And they were like, it was just really heavy. It was a lot, but we want to come back and we want to do some work with the organization. Like, and I just feel like, um, it's important for children to experience stuff like that. Even if it's just going to volunteer at a homeless shelter or playing with sick children or doing something because they need to understand that they are really blessed to be in the situation that they're in. Hmm. 
even if their situation is not that great. Cause I had kids in my program or, you know, I've worked with kids that did not have a really great life, but you know, when they see that it's like, well, shit, I'm not going to really do too much complaining. Cause I did eat last night mm. or, you know, I do have clean clothes. You have access to a bed. You have access yeah. to open your fridge whenever you want to, as opposed to yeah. someone, you know, telling you when, or, or even if you don't have access to a bed, cause I have one student who her family kind of bounced around from yeah. house to house, but you can sleep there and nobody's going to rape you. Mm. you can sleep there and nobody's going to steal your clothes that operating from a lens of gratitude is very important it's very important for joy yeah we have to be appreciative for the things that we have or to be born where we're born regardless of the i'm gonna swear now okay the fuck Um, shit all the fuck shit happening around us like there are places on this planet that to us, they have nothing. And maybe in their eyes, they have everything, right? They don't everything. know. Because where... they have everything they need. They need, exactly. Yeah, Let... need. And I just want to uh, like, congrats on season two. How many episodes do you Thank have you. for season one? Season one, uh, I have a trailer. Uh, and then I have uh, 18 episodes. And then I did a bonus episode over the holiday. Mm-hmm. So in total, I have 20 episodes. But... It's really a bonus. Okay. And then what's your goal for season two? I would like to keep it the same way. Yeah. Um, I tried to sit down and map it out. I don't really know how it's going to work because I want to take a holiday break every year. Yeah. Um, But I think I'm going to have to take a holiday break and like a month off in the summer for it to map out to be about... 18 to 20 episodes yeah and where can people hear listen to your episode and find it uh, your episode your podcast i am on everywhere everywhere i'm every every everywhere apple spotify pandora after nine thousand years of waiting to be on pandora i am on pandora but i will say it's worth it it was worth the wait yes Um, pandora apple spotify google um amazon music i mean wherever you look for podcasts, yeah. yeah. So people you just so people could just find hand me my purse. Yep, just they'll Google. type that in, and then yep. on Twitter it's the same thing, right? And Instagram. So on Twitter it is hmmp underscore podcast, and on Instagram it's hand me my purse underscore podcast. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check that out and uh, you know get familiar with Mimi Walker, hailing from Baltimore. She has a dope perspective, you know. She has um, a dope energy as well. Um, I haven't. Thank you, thank you. I haven't listened to the podcast yet because I like to just talk to people first and like we're straight, we're strangers. I want the, I want, right. I want to get into like how this episode came to to be as well, uh, because mm-hmm. I feel like people who are out from the outside looking in wanting to you know create a podcast or get guests on their show like I want to share information I don't want to be selfish with our processes because a lot of people who make it quote-unquote they don't share the wealth they're like oh you figure it out on your own and I had to do it on my own so you like no let's just be transparent and inspire others you know so we'll talk about that in a second but yeah for those who are interested in getting to know Mimi Walker more Make sure you follow her on all of her socials and look up the podcast because season two is starting this Friday and we're going to support that. That's when I'm going to tune in season two, episode one. All right. Um, Let's do. okay. so let's quickly talk about 
how this episode came to be. And then we're going to do a quick lightning round. Okay. Um, Ooh, of a questions. lightning round. Like um, Jeopardy or something. Exactly. Just like bang. Shout out to Alex Trebek. Oh, Rest man. in paradise. Yes. I, I Canadian guy. I just looked Canadian. up. Yeah. I just looked up uh, a couple of days ago. They did a tribute to him on Jeopardy. Yeah. I missed they, it. And they were showing um, like when he, he, he did this episode where he dressed up like Gene Simmons and kiss <laughs> uh-huh. and they took like a side-by-side photo and whatever but they showed the process of him going through that transformation which was it was a really dope send-off you know but he the was guy, a dope guy dope guy yeah. uh, classy guy like you never yeah. heard any nonsense about him well i tell you what since he's yeah. passed away they put I, I saw something where they were doing like bloopers of the show he cursed like me dude yeah said, oh. oh he was dropping i have F-bombs. to watch those you have to Google I like Alex Trebek him. cursing or something. And it, it was awesome. I He's like everybody's uncle or granddad. Yes. Like, you know? yes. He, yeah. You're like, oh, he's just, he's really down to earth. Not yeah. only is he down to earth, but he's really down to earth because he's cursing like a sailor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. So how, how this episode came to be is you and I are both on a platform called Matchmakers for podcasts, mm-hmm. and uh, that allows people to connect with guests from all over the globe. Now, you could post your, this is not, we're not sponsored by them or anything like that, but I feel like, you know, that them creating this platform is, is supporting us in a way. So I think us supporting them is, or with a mention is, you know, is necessary. So um yeah you could put your show on there so that people if you're a podcast host or you created something people can submit to be a guest on your show or you can have your guest profile on there where people like other hosts of shows or other platforms can reach out to you and request you as a guest so uh that's how you and i connected and now we're here today just you know we're strangers we haven't we've never spoken we don't know each other we never had a pre pre pre-meeting and that's what that's what the who and how club represents like the who of who you are and how you became the who that you are you know just having conversations with people you've never spoken about and getting to know them in an organic way because i think what bridges us or what brings us together is just communication but Absolutely. we don't we don't have enough of it. Like we're afraid of each other to have conversations well, yeah. with people you don't know, you know. But well, also there's the issue around like judgment. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, people hide things about people without really even knowing who they are or why they are or how they are, who and how, how they are, who and how. Yeah, but you could who find so you could find so much about yourself. Find out so much about yourself, even speaking to strangers. You know, people you don't know. You could find you realize how much you actually relate to them. Absolutely. In such, in such an organic way. You know, it's not like someone because you've known I... for 10 years or your friend from grade one. Like, no, this is a stranger and you're still able to connect with them. Like, wow. And I feel like talking to you, I'm like, oh, we went to high school together. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah. like yo, yeah. we were bumping that player album in the 90s, yeah. right? No, you were. I was not <laughs> listening to player. I absolutely was not. You're killing me. I was not listening to that. I don't like Pretty, pretty Ricky either. Just a side note. Yeah. Yeah, no. they're, yeah, they're a little. No, trash, that's so. that. They're separate from. Yeah. They're like that's a, not nineties. They're, they're the two oh, thousands. Yeah. Exactly. Um, actually, they're in the news. Hold on. If you see me looking around and stuff or under, it's because I'm looking at my dog. So bear with okay. me. What are you doing? Stop. Thank you. And okay. Anyway, <laughs> the dog just stopped like that. Yeah. Apollo. Apollo. I always mention Apollo. him on the podcast. So yeah. Hello, the, Apollo. The 
All right, so quick lightning round. Let's okay. get to let's get to know Mimi and like a. Who are you? Uh, my name is Mimi, and my name is Mimi Walker. That is, uh, it's funny. Um, my name is not Mimi Walker, mm. but my name is Mimi Walker. When I was born, uh, my name was walker and then i my mother changed my last name and she gave me the last name of her stepfather because mm. he adopted her because she was so young when mm. she had me and so um i used that name and people you know people around me were like why are you using that name like my family the last like, name walker yeah mm. okay mm-hmm. because my first name is like mimi is my nickname okay okay walker is my original last name okay. and nobody knew that until i came out with this podcast I understand. Okay, so that was your last name initially. Uh-huh. And, okay. At birth. At that's, birth. So Mimi Walker is essentially the original me. So that's like a version of you. Exactly. Yeah, okay. it's the oh, original me. The original. The, the me that never got to to blossom. To flourish. Yeah, to present it, present herself yeah. to the world. But now yeah. you do it in this, in this form. Here she is. Exactly. If you weren't, if I asked you who you were once, once again, and we didn't focus on your name. Mm-hmm. How else would you answer that question? Who are you? Who am I? And just, there's no like template for that. Just what would I say? I'm not responding. There's no limit. You tell me. Okay. You have amazing teeth and an amazing smile. I'm like obsessed (laughs) with people's teeth. Your teeth are really good. You're I don't killing know me. What your parents <laughs> did with your teeth, taking you to the dentist, but it works. I don't know if you flossed three You're times so today, but I feel like I am not worthy. You're to... so You're killing His teeth me. are really nice. You're and I'm not even being like a hot, fresh You're... old lady. You're I'm not being a cougar. It's, I'm not. I'm just saying that you have really nice teeth because I look at people's teeth, mainly because I'm afraid when people don't have teeth. It freaks mm. me mm. out. Speaking of aunties, and I'm going to get back to who I am. I'm not trying to. Yeah, yeah, no. I had an aunt. Her name was Isabel, and she had like seven good teeth in her mouth. (laughs) I mean, dressed, she dressed like, she always had on like fine outfits, like really, really nice outfits, jewelry. Her hair was always done. I mean, in the 80s, like 80s and 90s, like my aunt, I called her Aunt Abel. She was oh. always decked out. Seven good yeah. teeth. That's it. Freak you're, me out. Anyway, you're going to make me, forward. you're going to make me wake up my, the apartment complex Please, this I'm morning sorry. from okay, laughter. Sorry. Who am I? Who am I? I am Names uh, aside. a black woman. Mm. I'm a black woman. Mm. Um, I am black first. Um, and I'm a woman second. And sometimes I get into arguments with people about that. But if I were not a woman, I would still be black. So Mm. I'm a black woman. Um, I am a proud black woman. Um, I am a lover. Mm. Uh, I would like to believe that I am a good human. Um, I believe in things being fair and I believe in being kind. I am a grudge holder. Mm. Um, I'm a work in progress. I am, uh, and I hate when people say this because I feel like people say it a lot, but I'm like a beautiful mess. Like I'm dope as fuck, but I'm a fucking mess, man. I am. Mm. I'm a a mess just working on not being as messy as I was yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, I am. What, What is it that you do? Like, how would you describe the what that you do that Mimi does? What, what do you do? What, as far as how I navigate or how I show up in the world? 
you're not going to answer that. What do I do? Um, kick ass and remember, I'm a, I'm a stranger. Remember, I'm a stranger. You're a stranger. So you had to describe yourself for the first time ever, you know, to people who are listening, getting to know you for the first time. And they asked you that question. How would you answer that? Ask the question again for me. What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Talk shit and swallow spit. No, I'm just joking. Jesus Christ. I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I say that. And that's the truth. I do those things. I do talk shit mm-hmm. and I swallow spit. Um, what do I do? I show up. I show up. Mm. Um, I am a good friend. I am uh, going to show up. I'm, I'm going to show up. It's what I do. Like, I don't leave people hanging. Um, what do I do? That's a hard-ass question. I always thought who I am was a hard question, but I think I've kind of nailed that. I'm good at that now. Mm. What do I do? I love hard. Okay, here's what, what about you makes you you? Oh, Let's ask that question. It's my energy. Like you will never find, um, you will never find this ever again. And I've had people tell me, not a lot, but I've had people tell me, you remind me of so-and-so. Like mm. just the other day, um, I, my cousins and I had like a kickback at my cousin's house and this guy that, you know, I don't know if she's dating him or what is going on. But <laughs> he was there and at the end, he said, you remind me of that lady, that comedian, the white lady, um, you know. The white um, lady? Yeah, and I'm looking What'd at you- him like, fuck you talk about, I remind you of a white lady. I'm like, what? And so he was talking about, um, what's her name? I love her. Um, Which one? Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I'll take that as a compliment because she's funny as shit. Like, I will take that. And like, I can see where somebody who didn't really know me, like, they could put that together because I'm kind of like, my energy is kind of like that. Like, I'm goofy. I'm funny. Um, Well, I find that when people, people always try to relate something to something. Yeah. And you can't relate me to shit because this is one. It's only, it's one. And I go out of my way to not be like anybody else. Yes. Yeah, that's why my Instagram name is only one heiress. Oh, well, then there's... <laughs> I am just... We're just one, right? Like, we yeah. are individuals where... But they we, are clones. Some people are clones. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. What's your sign? I'm a Taurus. What about you? That's why. What about you? That's why I love you already. What's your sign? Cancer? I'm a Libra. No. Libra, okay, okay. I'm a Libra. When's your birthday? October 22nd. I'm really a Libra Scorpio. I don't okay. know if you're really into astrology, but adjacent. I'm a, sun, I I'm a Libra sun. I'm a Libra rising and a Scorpio moon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We were supposed to get along. You and I. Yeah. And Taurus, Taurians. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, like there are snowflakes, but each snowflake is not identical to another. No. Right. So like us as people, there are so many people on this planet, but we're all individualistic. Like we're, we're just one of one. You know what I mean? One so I'm with you on that. Um, when did you, when did you di- um, discover yourself? I'm still discovering. I'm still figuring shit out. I don't think, I think people who try to make it seem like they've got to figure it out, they're full of shit. Mm. Never. I don't think we ever fucking figure it out. You know, when I think we figure it out, when we take that last breath or like, those, that last 24 hours 
Mm. And watch, I'm about to cry. And so I, I do this thing where when I feel, I can feel like my tear ducts like start working. And I say out loud, I'm about to cry to kind of stop myself. Step back, back, yeah, the cry. Step back, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My therapist thinks I I'm feel a psychopath for doing that. She's like, why do you keep doing that? And I'm like, I don't know. But watching my grandfather the last hours of his life, and he was doing a lot of sleeping. That was really interesting. I like, I will never fucking forget that for as long as I live. It was really, really interesting for me. Hold on for one second. Sure, sure. Huh? This is my best friend, Ares, by the way. Oh, hi, sorry. He can't see. Um, I hi. Is that what you told him? Yeah, Why? I don't know. And then oh. I said, let me tell her so that when they say So that when they say, okay. So tell like, them that I stay the night at somebody else's house. You don't have to tell them okay. that, but that's what, the that's what you was. told them. Okay, I'm going to my office. Okay. Is she asking you to lie for her boyfriend? To her boyfriend? She, listen, he just said, are, is she asking you to lie to her boyfriend? No. no. Oh. <laughs> no, she told, I, I don't know. I know. She already lied. <laughs> she told the people at my best friend is essentially my boss okay okay and she told the people here that i got here early because i told you i'm always late yeah. i got here early because i stayed the night i didn't stay at home in the comfort of my own home last night i was at somebody's house rolling around so i just decided to come to work early i don't okay. even know why you did that but it's fine oh i got it it was not it's none of their business what i'm doing got what you're yeah, doing I didn't no, I'm glad they, they don't need to know but it. It, was funny. it is okay. very funny. I'm gonna come up because I, I want to tell you about my conversation with Mr. Shaw last okay. night. Okay. All right. I, I just I just want to say that interaction was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that interaction was was amazing. We have been friends for 22 years. Yeah. You gotta love black women. She's black, yeah. right? You just gotta. I mean, you don't know that. But yes. Yeah, I yeah. don't. And that's not to say that I don't have um, white friends. Here comes or, the most racist statement other, ever. Yeah. I have white friends. I, but I, I don't have a lot of white women that I hold dear to my heart. I right. have about two, maybe three, right. that I like trust. And right. that's just based on my own, like, you can edit this out if you want. Um, I'm thinking of keeping it all in. <laughs> I like, you can. The rock. Raw organic stuff it's is good. the best, you know? And that's who I am. That's who I am at all times. And some people can swallow it and some people can't. Um, I was telling you, what was I saying? We, we were, were talking, talking about, about oh, at the, those final hours, like yes, watching yes. him. And so I consider myself like a studier, a studier, womp, womp, a student of human behavior. I watch yes. people closely. I talk a lot. I'm, I'm loud. But while I'm doing that, that's kind of a distraction so that I can like cue in on you and figure out who you are. And watching him, everybody in the room was talking and I was just watching his breathing. I was watching like his movement. That last like 24 hours of people's lives. And I mean, people who lived and like transition in a non-violent or non- um, abrupt way right right i think that's when you fucking figure it out man i think that is when because that is when you don't have a choice but to figure it out Mm. that's when you figure out what who am i Mm. have i been how have i shown up who the who and how who am i who have i been how do i show up in the world how have i shown up in the world Hmm. 
what is what what is my legacy and not even legacy because sometimes i don't like when people talk about that i think it's bullshit like shut the fuck up about a legacy but like what have you left for the world mm. damn like what am i leaving for everybody where are you going Ooh, this is aggressive <sighs> <laughs> shit um where am i going this is a perfect opportunity to throw in a very good, like, old black adage. To hell if I don't pray. Um, where am I going? I'm going to the top. Yeah. I want to be the first multimillionaire in my family. I want to I wanna be a staple in the black community. Mm. I want to pour into my community the way I feel like my community and my family has poured into me. Mm. I want to be for my community and my people. Um, what they need to the to the to the most of my ability however i can show up for them but i want to show up and i want to show up at a hundred percent i want to give back to my community more than i took from them why are you still here the grace of god it is only by the grace of god that i am still here and that i'm still here and able to be in the very situation that I'm in. Because my life, listen, I could tell you some stories. My life could have been very different. I've already given you a little bit, like my parents were 15 and 18. I could stop right there and you can just run wherever you wanna run with that. I grew up in Baltimore and in Compton. It is only the grace of God. Hmm. Yeah. When you think about your life, right? How, how will your future look like? in your opinion, in your mind, in your... Through How your... I imagine it? Yeah. Um, it's going to be lavish. It's going to be opulent. Opulent is my new fucking favorite word. I'm going <laughs> to run that shit in the ground in 2021. Um, it is so much more joy in my future than it has been in my past. Mm. Yeah. Quick question. Do you have a favorite episode of your podcast so far? No. Or or do you or do you feel like do you feel like whatever you're about to create in season two is gonna be like your best um, your best foot for it, I guess? I don't know. I'm gonna always strive to be better, but I think that there's something to be said <laughs> about that first the, my first season because I feel like it's like um, an artist's first album or yeah. their first painting yeah. or their first, like you, I, like I'm an artist, like I paint. I'm not really good at it, but I do it because it makes me feel good. I can make jewelry. I do all kinds of shit. I was a makeup artist. I'll be a makeup artist till the day that I die, but I was a full-time um, makeup artist for five years. That's all mm. I did. Um, so I feel like that, uh, that original space where you just start to create that sacred ground. So th that first 20, that first 19 episodes, 20 episodes, 19? Shit, I don't know. 19, that first 19 episodes, that is like holy ground for me. It's like because the foundation. It's the foundation of Hand Me My Purse, the podcast. I can relate. I mean, like the Who and How Club went through, <clears throat> and I, I, one of my New Year's resolutions is to not really bring up anything before this year, mm -hmm. <laughs> like especially 
I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm in a forward thinking, moving forward kind of energy, right? But just to reference something, and I've mentioned it on the podcast, like this show went through three different versions before we got to this version that we're at right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, sometimes it takes that like trial and error, you know, you see what works, what doesn't until you get, you so get that right. vision. Exactly. And, and it ends up, and it turns into the thing you've always envisioned it being so we're in like version we're in version number three or four right now and 3.0 3.0 yeah so i get exactly what you're saying you got to lay the foundation but that foundation is going to take some time some trial and error and all of that you know so i'm really excited to hear the first episode of season two like after getting to know you it it makes me want to listen to you more and i hope that the listeners of this show feel the same way you know what i mean like we just talk we just talk to strangers and then you follow them afterwards you know i like that it's just like when you, um, what I'm starting to realize, like, let's say online dating, online dating, for an example. Oh, right? I have an episode about that. It's so if, let me tell you something. If yeah. you want to laugh until you cry. Yeah. A friend of, I did a series on like dating in the black community. Yeah. And um, it's episodes 12, 13, 14, and 15. Episode 12 is possibly, it's in my top three <laughs> favorite episodes. <laughs> five i have top five it's so fucking funny yeah because we're just sitting talking about like um our trials with online dating i i listened to it five times because i thought it was that funny you gotta bring me on the show what like if you have like a if you have like a panel like you and whoever like bring me on too i would love to Let's share Let's some different it. perspectives. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Absolutely. Let's do it. I always want to talk to guys because like um, men listen to my show, contrary to popular belief. Yes, yes. Men listen to my show and like I want to always have like a male perspective on the yes. show because it's not just for women. Um, and like I want men to listen to the show. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be, you have a new listener now starting right, Friday. So yeah, I'm going to add you to my podcast. Let me tell you list. something. They love me in Canada. I got <laughs> my, my top 10, oops, my top 10 countries, actually my top five countries that I'm listening. Yeah. Um, of course, America, Canada, uh, South Africa, mm. the Bahamas. And I think now like, um, Shit, I don't know the last one. It's either the UK. Yeah. I think it might be the UK. But Canada is number two. Well, you got me, like I mentioned, as a new listener. So for sure, I'm going to indulge. And then we'll do uh, we'll do like a crossover episode or something like that. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I can learn from you. You've been doing this longer than I have. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, we could learn from each other and just talk about any anything, you know. And okay. then I'm, I'm also planning, like, I'll invite you back on the show and we'll just follow Absolutely. that journey. You know what I'm saying? After season two launches, we'll do another episode. I'd love to. Um, so now we're going to get into the Ask the Club segment uh, okay. before we close off. This is where the guests on the show uh, get to present their own kind of questions, that whether they want to ask me or pose to the community, and then I can respond because um, okay. everyone gets a, a turn on the show. So do you have your questions? I do. All right. How many do you have? I'm curious. Three. Okay. Okay. So uh, yeah, take it away. My first question is, as um, my northern neighbor, as a northern neighbor of uh, (laughs) the country that is up in flames for the entire world to see, what is it like to 
bear witness time out flag on the play let me give you two seconds just so you can edit this out how do you identify like as far as ethnicity or race oh we could keep this in because i talk about this a lot but but um you know i get i'll be be one of my questions let's let that be one of my questions how How do do you identify You know, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm afraid to answer this question, especially when a person of and I don't even like this, the term person of color either. I'm but not a person of color. Exactly. But my my sister, or my brother, when they ask me this question, mm-hmm. I'm afraid to answer because I'm afraid of how my brother or sister is going to look at me because I, I don't just identify with just quote unquote black or right. or white in fact i don't identify with any of the things that they told us we need to identify as okay. and this is coming from like my mother who's as dark as you know she's a dark-skinned woman and she taught me that you got to look at yourself more than just those things race. those cut co- that yeah i don't even use the term race because okay. we're the we're human race you know mm-hmm. but they they separated us They made us feel like we're different, but I do know that we're the first, you know, I do know that where I just want my brother and sister to look at themselves deeper than just their skin tone Mm -hmm. or quote unquote black or whatever terms they taught us to use for ourselves. Like, I think we look at ourselves the way the world looks at us and the way they want us to look at ourselves. But we're actually deeper than our skin tone. We're deeper than these terms, these shades, et cetera. We're original. So, so yeah, exactly. So I identify with, with just being heiress, you know, okay. and even that is a, a title, you know, I'm connected right. to the above and that's deeper than any skin tone. But okay. for the layman's, for yeah. the people who are on a certain level, sure, I mixed, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm black, whatever. I don't, your, I don't know, you know. Where's your mom from or her family? Uh, she, they're born, my mom's born here. But okay. um, she's mixed. She has Jamaican in in her, and also uh, I don't know if, if you've ever heard of a place called Montserrat. Uh, yes. Please yeah, don't so offend me. Shows- I'm very cultured. I'll have you know, Eris. Thank you. I'm a woman of Mimi. <laughs> I'm a woman of many places, many traveled places. Have I been to Montserrat? No, but I do know where it is. So she's Montserratian and Jamaican, and but okay. she's born here, you know, and okay, yeah. I, I was raised by my quote unquote black side of my family. But okay. the, the same black people who I was raised by are the ones teaching me these lessons like, yo, Eris, you have to look at yourself. Don't get, you know, but I, I, I that doesn't take away from like what people go through on a day to day. I know there are struggles with being being black, you know, oh, yeah. maybe maybe it's easier for me to say because I'm mixed, but it's not about that. It's what I was taught. And I was taught by dark-skinned black women that don't let your skin be how you... Don't let it define you. Exactly. And exactly. I, I kind of understand that because, mm-hmm. I, like, I can understand that perspective um, from the notion that, like, the world is going to define you anyway. Regardless. Right? Exactly. Yeah, you don't have so why do you have to do that to you? So just, yeah, you don't yeah. have to do it to, for yourself. If yeah. you don't, Because they're going to do it for you. And, you I, know, and we're not we're black. Not. <laughs> like, this, this picture... <laughs> This 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 picture behind us is black. It's black. Have well, you, you seen know. a person who looks like that? Even in no. Indi- in the depths of India or Africa, the darkest yeah. the person who looked blue even. There's no one that's walking around like a shadow. You're right. You're right. We have I to be careful that, about how we define so ourselves. So I think for me, for me, there I find, and maybe it's also because I grew up 
like in America, mm. but I find pride in saying that, you know what I mean? But I will say that um, we are known or oppressed people are known for taking, taking, excuse me, like the, the, the scraps or the negative energy, almost like, I don't really know a lot about it, but my little brother, he's, he'll be 30 in this year. So, you know, kids watch like, um, what is the, the thing? Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Like you take that ball of energy and that energy. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm a, whatever that's called when they super. Yeah. 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 yeah, Yeah. And they shoot it back at you. So you, you throw something negative at me, at me, I'm a take it and I'm going to, I'm a, throw my magic on it and then i'm gonna show you yeah. so yeah call me a nigga that's watch this i'm gonna take it and we're gonna spin it and we're gonna make it our own yeah you call me you know that's been done in the lgbt community i know with you know certain terms i'm not gonna say them because i don't feel like i don't i don't have the right to yeah, say yeah. them so i'm not yeah. gonna say that but we that say happens. people i'm definitely not gonna say them i'll say them so please I, don't I, I, um <laughs> Don't. I don't want you to get in that kind of trouble. Get shut down. Podcast shut down. Yeah, podcast. We don't. Potty done. They would be fully done. We're not going to do that. Um, But I just feel like there's a pride in America with being called black. And some people in America don't want to be called black. They would like to be called African American or whatever. I'm not with none of that. Just call me black. I'm good with it. Like, Mm. I'm not. um, And I think it also has a lot to do with not really having um the details of your identity because of the way we were exactly brought here that for me black is the one thing that i can connect with even if it is what you know the world gives me yeah like nobody else can say it yes you know even if they try to pretend like what's that lady's name if i ever see her on the street i'm gonna punch her in her face rachel dolezal Oh my god! Like you can pretend that you're black. The definition of a loser, man. Man, sh- but that no, is, but that, that she should write a book called "The Definition of a Loser." No, but look, that's like that's a person who doesn't love themselves. Yeah, no, they're not happy with who they were born as. They have to go and take the identity of someone else. So I would be damned if I take the identity of what someone is placing upon me. You know, like I, yeah, like I if that. like some some people from India or from those countries, they refer to themselves as brown. But mm-hmm. black people are also brown. So yeah, what are we, we what are we talking about here? Like it's just it's a fucked up concept and we really need to well, have it's a conversation. Social, it's a social, it's a social, social concept. construct yeah, yeah, yeah. that has been created and it was created by people that don't look like me. Us, or, yeah. Or even yeah, you. Yeah. 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 It, it was created by people that look and we're following it we're following the structures that they did that but how we operate how we look that will not be called i refuse to be called um african-american and Mm. not because i have anything again like africa is all in my bones like it's in my bones it's so much in my bones that if i hear there's a type of music out of dc called go-go music oh yeah yeah you know about go-go music, of course, yeah, even yeah. if they don't know they do. Yeah. If go-go music comes on, like, I feel like this, like, tingling in my spine. Mm. And I know that that's nothing but a direct connection to Africa for me. Yes. And I know, it's like, I feel it. It's almost like an ancestral feeling. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, it's like, what is happening to me? Yes. But I don't want to be called African-American because I don't feel like the two should ever be connected. Mm. Don't connect my Africa to my America mm. or the America. 
I mean, it's my America. Let not let me not say that. I don't really want to own it, actually. Yeah. My Africa to America. Any other club questions or? Um. Yes. Ask them. So, so I want to know. So how, which ones? Where did we? What were your what? No, no, it's all good. That's good. What out of your three? Which were the one? Because we just so, asked answered like a hundred questions. We did. Um. I I want to know how how it feels or how do you feel watching our country, the country. Um, which you, uh, we are a part of the same continent, but what is it like to look and see like what's happening here? It's from my perspective, it's like seeing what you always thought would happen at some point. You know what I mean? And things like that have happened, you know, in different times, whether it's one community you know, doing that, whatever the form of protest, they decide like riots and all that jazz. Like, it just sucks that it's, it's a racial thing now, you know, it's like the, the quote unquote white people are surviving. Yeah. A couple people died, but people are saying if this was a black group uh, storming this, this, the Capitol or whatever, that more people would have died. People would have oh, just gotten shot and murdered. Mm-hmm. Seeing it on the news is wild. Do you think you're watching a, a show or a reality, like, like yeah. it's scripted or something? Like a like, movie. Yeah, like is this yeah. really happening so close to us? But this happens everywhere in the world. Yeah. And it sucks that we're so far removed from that. Like this is the selfishness or the, the um, like what we're- privilege. Privilege, there you go. Like this could happen anywhere. Yeah. I, even if I drive through a certain neighborhood, like I could get shot anywhere. It doesn't matter if I'm, I don't know. I don't know. But from my perspective, I've tried to stay away from it. I looked, I've watched it. I was at my grandma's house a couple of days ago and we're watching it. And what does she it's, say? It's scary. It's scary. She, you know, she's, she's news hungry. You know, she watches the news old religiously, people. old people. So my grandmother watches every news. She watches the 12 o'clock news. She watches the four o'clock, news, four the five o'clock, six o'clock, o'clock news, yeah. six o'clock news, seven the 10 o'clock. o'clock news, it, then the 10 o'clock news and the 11 o'clock. I said, grandma, we're trying to eat dinner. Take this shit off the TV, man. Like, I just want to come spend time with you. Like, yeah, I don't want to watch this, but yeah, they're, you know, it's my grandma has seen so much, you know, in life. Yeah. So I don't know if she's yeah. as shocked as I am. <laughs> right. She's like, oh, that damn Donald Trump and this and that and, you know, but she's not like a, like, she doesn't make those comments like white people and this and that. Yeah. She's, she's mixed herself, you know, okay. so she just, she just looks at it and says, what a, what a crazy time we're in. Yeah. But she's seen it all, you know, she's seen right. the first black president. She's seen, she's seen it all. She's been, she came to Canada when she was like, I think 19 okay. and she's 75. From now. Jamaica? No, she's Montserratian. From Monsa, Montserrat. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's my answer to that. Okay. What else you got? Um, what else do I have? I don't want to ask my other questions. They're not as cool. You know what? I want to ask you, what do you want to leave for the world? Mm. What do I want to leave for the world? Like if, like if I were, like if. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to (laughs) say. Oh, this is what it feels like. Okay. Uh, hmm. I want uh, a piece of me, whether that's through 
you know, my art, my create, my things that I've created or, you know, through a child, you know, like a piece of me. I don't have any children, but maybe one day, whatever, like. I don't either. Through, okay. So, yeah, like maybe through, I don't know, just I want to leave a piece of me. I want I want someone to look at something or someone, whether it's through, like I said, a child or something that I've created and be like, oh, that's Eris right there. And that's enough for me, you know, like people who really know me, they're like, yeah, that's Eris. If I were to leave tomorrow and they go back and listen to something or they see something, they're like, yeah, that's him. Okay. That's a piece of him that he left here for us, you know? Got it. So, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Ask the Club segment. I want to shout out Mimi. Let's, let's give a round of applause. I'll add that in in a post. But I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being our first guest for 2021. This is like a pleasure. I feel honored. Yeah, it is I'm an honor. honored. Like, I, I love this conversation. It's, got, it's almost it's about an hour, almost an hour and a half. So I thought yeah. like this is I like these conversations like I think that we could sit and talk longer um, mm-hmm. based on our conversation. So I really just want to express my appreciation. Um, if you had any last words like to the world, to the listeners, like what's something that you would say? If you had like two minutes to say something. To say something say? to the world. This is some heavy shit you're laying on me, dude. Okay. It's too That's early. No, had, sorry. It's too no, I have my coffee. I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. If I had two minutes to say something to the world, what would I say? Be a good human. Mm. Like be a good human being, you know, aside from, I'm the kind of person that I see everything through a racial lens. I think just because of my experience, the experiences that I've had, um, how I was raised, uh, you know, the things that I see even to this day, um, to this day, but I'm sorry. Um, but I think that I would say just be a good human. And if you have not started, embark on a, an authentic journey, which is hard. People always want to say, even me, before I started going to therapy this last time. Oh, I'm super authentic. I'm authentic. Oh, that lady deconstructed everything. No, I'm not always my authentic self. Mm-hmm. If you have not started, begin a journey to figuring out who your authentic self is and understanding why you don't always show up as your authentic self. The root, get to the root of that. And just be a good human, man. I just think that if more people stopped and thought about what a good human being would do, not a good black person, not a good white person, not a good Asian person, not a good, a good male, person, not a good, female. not a good man, yeah. not a good yeah. woman, not yeah. a good lesbian, not a good homosexual man, yeah. not a yeah. good trans yeah. woman or not, just yeah. be a good Not a good boss, person. not a good no, student. Not like a good friend, titles. not a good yeah. daughter. Yeah. Just yeah. be a good human. I really think that life would be better for everybody because you mm. would stop and think before you move. Like think before you navigate and process. Be a good person. Think about others before yeah or just more more than that just think about like this is a very simple thing cause and effect Mm. for every action there's a reaction everything you do there's going to be some kickback to that whether the kickback is good or it's bad or it's neutral but for everything you do there's a response so Mm. if you stop and you process and think you know i'm going to be a good person in this instance 
I just really believe that life would be a lot better for the human race. Yes. Yes. I love that. That that was that was well said. I really like that. Thank you. We're gonna next time you're on the show, and when I come on your show, whatever, we're gonna talk more about. We're gonna dive into that therapy stuff because that's okay. something that I want to touch touch base on with you, and that's something that I've been looking into on my own on my side as well. So I, I want to talk. My therapist on my show, episode seventeen. It that is probably my favorite episode. Okay, I might go listen to that. I'm gonna yeah. listen to that. And I had a, to... I actually had a breakthrough on the show. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna take that one in, and we're gonna talk more about that uh, in the weeks to come. But okay. congratulations! Shout out to your show. Thank you. Hand Thank me my you. purse, Thank and I wish you purse. all the success for season two. Everybody, go listen to that oh, wherever wherever podcasts are found. Go listen to season two, which is coming out this Friday. That's January fifteenth. And uh, follow Mimi Walker on all social media platforms. You want to give that to them again? Sure. On Instagram, you can find me at hand me my purse underscore podcast twitter i'm not really big on twitter i'm trying to get my twitter uh bird feed again but it's at hmmp underscore podcast and on facebook i don't really do a lot on facebook i'm kind of moving no one does yeah 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 for my personal personally i do facebook but instagram is really where it's popping for him 100 percent. and do me a favor mimi send me your cover art uh to the to your podcast if you can and then i'm gonna use that as our cover art to promote the show and make it the cover art to this episode so that people can you know just that cross promotion and all of that and this episode it's wednesday but the episode will be out tomorrow morning so yeah likewise can you just send me yours because i would like to put yours out there before friday because friday i'm gonna i'm going ham like for mine just send me yours so that i can do the same thing i got you i'm gonna send yeah, everything. Post it on Thursday. Yeah, all the stuff that I got, I'll uh, send them to you, and uh, okay. I'll have like some clips as well that we could uh, okay. use. That'd be awesome. And let's just cross promote this, and because this is a Absolutely. great, great conversation. So I appreciate yes. you. Thank All you. Right. I appreciate you having me on. I, I'm very grateful. Yeah, we killed it. We I wasn't sure if we were, you know, because it was so early. You never but know. yeah, I oh, know. I'm here for it. So ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Who and How Club. You know the slogan, you are the who and how. I am the who and how, and we are the who's and how's of this world. Without you, without me, there is no we. So all we got to do is just have a conversation, and we'll get to know each other and connect and see how much we relate to one another. Uh, Shout out to 2021. Yes, it's going to be a good year. We're starting it off strong. I'm going to cheers you with that. Wait, what is that? What is that? Is Water, that ta- oh I thought it was uh vodka. Wow. <laughs> it was so close What's to the not? thing. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I do have one last question for you. I'm sorry. Yes. I, what is do you have a New Year's resolution? Um I don't have a resolution. Um I have some goals, I have some things that I want to do, but I don't have one. You know what? What the fuck? Let's say I want to lose 50 pounds this year. So mm. That that can be it. But I have so many things that I want to do that I just can't really narrow it down to one. I want to, and I feel like resolutions create pressure, mm. but pressure creates diamonds. So that's a good thing. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't like to, I don't like that like pressure because yeah. I can, I can get a little anxiety. I don't want to be like stressed out and then rocking in the chair with my eyeballs looking like Ren and Stimpy because I didn't meet a resolution. Yeah. And you can't go cold turkey. I feel like as soon as January 1st hits, people kind of do that switch. But 
They yeah, you gotta you gotta transition into yeah. those changes that you whether it's like stopping, like you don't want to smoke anymore, like you can't go cold right. turkey. You gotta ease, yeah. and yeah. that's what I'm doing. That's yeah. what I've been doing for the past thirteen days, easing, easing. Yeah. All right, Mimi, I'm with you. I'm right, eating Eric. too. All right, so we'll talk. Right. You've been listening yes. to the Who and How Club. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. Bye. One. Mm-hmm.